Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dinner Party Podcast, where everyone is invited. This podcast is for entrepreneurs in the real-life topics that we come across. We work hard and sometimes forget to play hard. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, you support us, and you're also invited. Our goal is to provide a space to discuss and let loose and just really remind us to enjoy ourselves and the problems that we have can always be solved. Thank you again for joining us. Dinner is now served. Okay, so hello everybody. Welcome back to the dinner party. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Mr. Ronald. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> how everybody doing? So how you doing today, Ronald? I'm doing good. Can't complain at all. That's good. That's good. So I brought you here today so that we can just talk about your journey, your story, what you do, what you got going on. Um, and this is the dinner party, so feel comfortable and free to talk about whatever you want to talk about. I sound like a plan. <laughs> So today, um, so everybody know we start off the dinner party with our wine cooler question, and that is, at a dinner party, you got two seats open, who you inviting, dead or alive, and what you gonna eat? Who am I inviting, dead or alive, and what I'm gonna eat? Mm-hmm. Um, so do I gotta pick somebody that's like, I gotta pick two people that's, and I don't talk to like this just like anybody. a dream anybody that I just Any, like a dream it could be a like ancestor ideally who I would like to anybody oh um Malcolm X I had I invite Malcolm X and um and Jesus I'd like to have a conversation with Jesus okay yeah. okay Jesus and Malcolm X okay what y'all gonna eat um Probably eat some lamb chops. <laughs> yeah, gotta get some lamb. <laughs> okay, what y'all gonna talk about? Cause that seemed like a real interesting um, setup. The reason I I want those two is because um, just studying their life, I admire how they um, got out in the streets and in the communities and where they was from, and really uh, made an impact with the people and just the overall message of liberation. Mm-hmm. That they both was was on. They like sacrificed their life for the greater cause of the people. So mm-hmm. um, just talk to them just to see. Like I would just be asking questions, you know. Just mm-hmm. I wouldn't Wanting be doing to too know. much talking. Yeah, I'd just be asking <laughs> questions just about like, you know, how did they get the um, the strength and the courage and the the perseverance mm-hmm. and. Um, and just like the tenacity to really um, go out against the grain, against everything else, to like really just stand up for what they believed in. So that's who I think them too. Okay, okay, that's maybe Bob like Marley. If if yeah, but well, if a third too, seat yeah. open up, yeah, you'll I, bring in Bob Marley. That's a real interesting conversation. Yeah, it'll be like it probably need to have a live audience because <laughs> yeah, because you know they. Them the, that's where I get my like a lot of my inspiration from. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X and Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, um, besides sitting down talking with them, now you're talking with me. So tell me, what? Who are you? 
Um, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do. I am a lot of things, but more than anything, I'm I'm a father. I'm a husband. Um, I'm a man of God. 28. I'll be 29 next month. I'm born mm-hmm. and raised in Chicago on the south side. Next month, I also make three years that I've been in Houston. So I'm just um, a young man just trying to find my way <laughs> in this world. And yes. Making the impact, helping people while, yes. while I'm growing and coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your story, how you came to Houston, or how you, a little bit like how you grew up. All right. Well, I grew up, like I said, in Chicago on the south side. And um, if anybody heard about Chicago or from Chicago, you know that it's a lot of gang violence and um, drugs and just, it's a lot of things. The street life and the gang culture is real big and prevalent in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe at about like 12 or 13, like six, seven or eight is when I started gang banging, got into gangs. And then like around high school, like, so, like, 13, 14, 15, around that time, like, we really started getting, like, serious. That's when people started getting, like, shot and killed. And um, we had, was dealing with, um, you know, just, like, a lot of, just a lot of violence, a lot of bloodshed, a lot of pain. That's when it really got real. And then um, 17, I went to prison for the first time for armed robbery. Um, the judge gave me 10 years. I did four and a half years. I came home and um, I stayed out. For, I was only out for four months and I went right back to prison again. And when I came home the first time, I was I had never really um, like dealt with myself. Even after doing all those years, I was still kind of like in denial. And I was still um, had the mentality of like being in the streets and wanted to be like with the gang and stuff. So when I got out, I went right back to the same block, same neighborhood, same friends. And then um, I went back to prison again, like I said, for two years. And that's when I really got my life together and changed and um, like just really started to focus on like my development and my growth as a man, as a young man and started dealing with myself and my past, started doing a lot of reflecting, um, and just really, you know, got got myself together. So mm-hmm. when I came home, I kind of speed it up, when I came home in 2015, after doing those two prison um, bids, I came home and, like, my only mission was to, um, like, find a job, like, just find a consistent cash flow, and I just wanted to be positive influence for my younger siblings mm-hmm. and just I just wanted to make my parents proud because you know all the jail and the prison and all mm-hmm. that stuff in so many different years I just like letting them down letting them down never living to my potential so I just really wanted to make them proud yeah so question taking yeah. a step back when um, even in your situation the people you was hanging around how like what was your mindset your influence uh, with the people that you was hanging around or because even in not just talking about jail time or anything like that just yeah. in the entrepreneurial lifestyle how important is it for you to have the right people around you 
I mean, it's vital because, like, you know, like energy and the, the, the chemistry, like what people mindsets on. So for me, the the my the influence for me getting in the streets was really it was just that's where I was from. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really like um like attracted to it and it and I gravitated to you know, like came from somewhere else to it. Like mm-hmm. this was like everything that I saw every day. This was normal to me. This was normal life. So mm-hmm. it was normal to see people sell drugs. It was normal to see crackheads. It was normal to see dope fiends. Mm-hmm. It was normal to hear gunshots. It was normal to to um, you know to see to see these things to mm-hmm. see gangs and I was like this is what was, was what was going on every day. So I just became you know a product of my environment. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Um, I've always had an entrepreneur spirit, so like go to school, get a good job. That never really resonated with me. That never made sense to me. So mm-hmm. that's what led me to the streets. Like, well, selling drugs in the streets because I just wanted to make some money. I wanted to, I just wanted to have some nice clothes. I wanted to be able to go to restaurants and get food when I wanted to. I wanted to be able to like. Um, like I wanted to do what, like the American dream. I wanted to mm-hmm. have nice things and yeah. drive nice cars drive nice and car. <laughs> you know have money in my pocket and stuff like that. So um, we was poor. My parents was poor. We never really had much. So I turned to the streets. I couldn't really see myself um, working a mm-hmm. job to make you know a couple hundred dollars, and yeah. it was so easy to make money in the streets fast. So. Um, you know, and I, I, I never really looked up to, I had my father in my life, my whole life, and like now we got a, a close bond, we tight, um, but when I was, like, got to the streets, I I didn't really look up to him, I didn't want to be like him, I didn't want to work hard to not have nothing every day, mm-hmm. you know, so he, he showed me what a work ethic looked like, but um, I always saw him go to work and we never had enough money to get nothing that we wanted. So it never really made sense to me. Like, I don't see, like, what I'm going to be going to work to struggle for. Like, working mm-hmm. hard just to struggle, just to get by. So I looked up to, like, um, the the street dudes. Yeah, and I think J's, for, for a lot of people now, um, they, because even, I could say, for my upbringing, I watched my parents work, get abused at work, and all of that stuff, and we still, we wasn't poor, but on paper, they made too much money to to get anything. Yeah, and so it was like, it was like, well, I'm not doing that. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing that. So I definitely understand that perspective of how your parents, watching your parents, because I think I'm the same age as you, so mm-hmm. our generation, we most of everybody our age have watched our parents work extremely hard just to get a retirement at the end, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they they sold us a dream that was a nightmare. Yes. So I just yes. You know, I saw it in and the the one thing that I do want to say like is that if like I don't feel like I did nothing wrong. I was just not exposed to the right things mm-hmm. because the uh, the fact of me wanting to have my own, the fact of me wanting to take my destiny in my own hands and make my own money and not have to depend on nobody else to to give me something or like wait on a paycheck. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like that spirit, I don't see nothing wrong with that spirit. That's an entrepreneur spirit. But in, instead of me um, doing it legally, I chose to do it illegally because at the time I thought that that was like really kind of like the only way. I had never really seen mm-hmm. you know, black business owners or you know young entrepreneurs or yeah. people I could look up to. The only ones that I saw was the drug dealers and stuff or the scammers. So... That was entrepreneurial. That was entrepreneurship at its best. It just wasn't legal. It wasn't legal, yeah. Uh So that's why when I go out and I speak to students, to kids, or in in conversations anywhere, young men, I always tell them, like, it's nothing wrong with having that spirit of wanting to have your own, want to hustle, want to make your own, take life in your own terms. But I always say just find something that's legal and Mm -hmm. don't do it illegally. So... The same way, the same methods that I was using when I was selling drugs in the streets are the same methods that I use when I sell my books, when I sell my clothes, when I sell myself, my engagements, anything. I use the same method. Like all business, it's a basic business formula that Mm -hmm. you learn from the streets. Like if you have to build up a weed line, a coke line, you selling heroin, whatever it is that you're selling, you have to like build that up. You got to build a clientele. Mm -hmm. You got to know your market. You got to know how to get to the people. You know mm-hmm. how to get the people to come to you. You got to create a brand. Mm-hmm. You got to become a household name. And that's entrepreneurship at its best. All day, so yeah. So <laughs> we know how to do it. We know how to do it. It's just a matter of doing something legal, not doing it illegal. Yeah, yeah. And I, I will say um, that mindset is everybody don't get a chance to go down that road but i always tell people the best entrepreneurs are the drug dealers the ex-drug dealers ex-con people ex-scammers all of them they always make it to the top real quick because i can name a few and i'm just like you and a lot of people say oh you don't want to get caught up but guess what it's a road it's a journey that you take and it pays off i mean and and it's just it's, it's subject to to like who, who, who says what's right and what's wrong because like right now if I get caught with some weed in Texas it's a it's a felony it's a crime mm-hmm. or I don't really know the laws like that but just say somewhere Louisiana wherever it's at it's mm-hmm. a crime but they selling it in Colorado it's all legal they selling it in California and it's mm-hmm. legal so you know if somebody selling heroin on the streets that's an opioid. That's the same thing as like Percocets and Xan, mm-hmm. Xanax. And they sus- prescribe that to you. So it's it's just a, a matter of drugs are drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. So yeah. you might as well so, right. sell so, your books, your clothes, everything else. Sell it like drugs. Is. You got pharmacists. Yeah. Some just legal and some legal. Some <laughs> got licenses and some don't. Some don't. Mm-hmm. So, but it's all the same thing here. But. Just going off what you were saying is, my I, I I approach business the same way I did that, like just strategic marketing. So yeah, I learned that from from the streets and working at McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, and I always say because even for me, my job that I have now, um, it's taught me a lot of a lot about big huge business and mm-hmm. how it work, how it don't make sense. Uh, how people get caught up um, yeah. staying at a job for 30, 40 years because it's easy. Yeah. And entrepreneurs, 
it's not for us mentally it's not easy no, we can't handle no. it like that and so but if you have an entrepreneurial mindset um you get a job you let it work for you until it's time to move on mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur full-time so um on that note what um what are your like your plainly describe your tactics how you go about business so really the the mm-hmm. first my mom I don't, I, really, I would call it a tactic or whatever. It just be that, like, I am the brand, mm. so I push Ronald C. Lee Jr. Um, like, I don't, I haven't became like more of a product. Like, I'm just known for writing book. Like, I just wrote my book this year. Mm-hmm. It came out this year. So all this, the book, the music, all these things, I knew, mm-hmm. and I'm just doing. But it's because the my presence, my I built the demand. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just meeting the demand, supplying the demand, and my fan base and my supporters that I have, I'm just offering them a new experience, a new product, a new thing. So mm-hmm. my my tactic could just be to answer the question mm-hmm. was really um, branding myself and every and any and everything that I do. Mm-hmm. So for business. Um, I like to offer more of an experience and not just a product or a service. Mm-hmm. So people that, that love me, they love me because of me. So anything that I'm doing, they really support it. Right. Instead of um, they fall in love with just product or a service. And mm-hmm. then now if they don't have that product or that service, or now if you find something better, mm-hmm. or that go out, now, um, you know, I'm not relevant no more. But mm-hmm. if you love me, it's like you will grow with me and mature with me because the person that I am now at 28, I won a couple of years ago. Right. And I won't be a couple of years from now. I'm still right. growing and developing and maturing. So right. um, my biggest package is just to get people to fall in love with, with me, with mm-hmm. who I am as a person so you can grow and mature with me and not yeah. just fall in love with what I'm doing right mm-hmm. now or at the time. Yeah, and, I, and for a lot of entrepreneurs... They push the product before they push who they are. And yeah. ultimately, in the end, when they try to bring out something new or when they try to do something else, people are like, nah, just stick to what you do. But right. when you build the audience to kind of grow with you, they already anticip- always right. anticipating something new and they're ready to give, give, uh, give love to you when you have something yeah. new. Yeah, and like it's experience. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to like... What's a good example? Like you can get a steak from Roof Chris, mm-hmm. or you could get like a steak from a little hole in the wild restaurant somewhere. Mm-hmm. They both got steak, but why do Roof Chris steak cost fifty dollars, and the one in, and the one at Fridays cost eleven dollars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both steak, but it's the experience, mm-hmm. everything around it. When you go to Roof Chris, it's it's luxurious. It feels good. The ambiance good. Um, the service mm-hmm. they cater to you. You know everything is is really emphasized. Mm-hmm. The quality of the of the product is better. So that's why you're getting what you're paying for. It's experience. Mm-hmm. It's luxury. When you say you go to Roof Chris, it's like you win somewhere. Yeah. When you say you go to 
Fridays, it's like, you know, it's Friday. Just around the Friday. Just Friday. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Fridays. I go nah. to Friday. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> not saying, you know, I take my wife to Friday. That's, that'd be what I date. So I, I do it, but it's just the, the difference. So it's the experience. You remember the experience. So anytime somebody meet me or anytime somebody come in contact with me or whatever, I want them to have a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. So you will always remember that experience. Yeah. And I can say, that for sure a lot of um entrepreneurs again like i said they push the product but they don't experience it they're yeah. not giving an experience they no. just be like uh buy my stuff or use me to do this and you right. just be like nah 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 i'm good yeah. i'm good <laughs> people don't want to be sold yeah they don't want to be sold to so like for me like i don't leave i don't leave with the product Mm-mm. i leave with me and then people be like now they want to know where they could get the book at now they mm. want to know how they could find a book I didn't want to know how they could support me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would ask me after that, like, oh, how can I support you? Yeah. Just because they got yeah. to your personality. Yeah. They got to your story. They exactly. hear who you are. And you're transparent. So yeah. they feel like they could trust you. It's about building trust in that circle, creating a circle of trust with uh, with the end user, with the person that you mm-hmm. just build a, a relationship with. Right. So, um, to change gears a little bit, okay. what was your journey uh, with writing your book? How did that come about, and how did that go? Okay, so, I I didn't have any plans on writing a book at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something that was more like a lifetime ago. Then something that I saw that I like that I want to do like right now. Mm-hmm. It was something I was like, I, I ain't really ready to write a book. I haven't lived enough life yet. Um, it's still parts of my life and my past that I'm healing from and I'm growing from. Mm-hmm. And you know, some things I'm not just ready to openly just speak about, like mm-hmm. especially with like my relationship with my mother and um, my peers. There's certain things that just like it's touchy. Right mm-hmm, now, because, mm-hmm. like I said, we I'm growing and I'm healing from some childhood trauma, different things. So I was in the mindset of, um, I was thinking about a book. I was just thinking like biography, autobiography, mm-hmm. like my story. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted me to open up and like really tell like the detail because I I speak about jail, I speak about prison, I speak about my past. I'm open about it, but like as far as like details, there's a lot of stuff that I don't really talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, like even experiences in prison, like experiences in, sh- in the streets like near death stuff mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff that I I, I kind of kept bottled in so I was just like I ain't ready to talk about it um, I haven't reached the level of success yet where I feel as if I could write a book about myself or anything so mm-hmm. that was my mindset but I was um I was speaking and after I delivered my message one of the brothers that heard me um, my message he came up to me and he was like man you touched me with that everything you were saying it helped me and he asked me he was like do do you have a book and I was like no now this was December last year Mm -hmm. uh, 2018 so about 11 months almost a year ago Mm -hmm. and he was like do you have a book and I'm like no I don't got no book but I want one Mm -hmm. you know I'm like that's something I want to do in the future and this was December 17th I remember like it was yesterday and he told me he was like um this time next month you're gonna have one hmm. and I'm like 
I ain't gonna argue with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I receive that. If, if that's what you, if, if that's what you say, I receive it. I believe it. And um, he gave me his card, and he was like, oh, "Man, come by my office." And he was like, "If I was you, I'd come, I'd come by like within the next couple of days." Mm-hmm. So this was on a Sunday, and um, that that Monday I scheduled a meeting with him. Met with him Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday I came in his office. Um, FD FD guy, that's his name. Mm-hmm. I came in his office, and. He made a phone call to the publishing company mm. and was like, uh, man, I got a young man sitting right here. He got a book inside of him. We need to get it out. And I talked to the to the owner of the company. He asked me what I do. I told him, gave him a rundown. We talked. And um, and then he was like, so you want to, he was like, you want a mission to transform our nation? And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. And he was like, that's the title, Transform Our Nation. And I'm like, I'm like, that sounds good, but it don't really sound that good. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what about Transform A Nation? And um, he was like, yeah, Sam, let's, let's go with it. And um, we came up with the title that day. I went home, um, talked to like my wife, meditated over it. And then the next day I talked to him Again, and he was like, Did you think about what direction you want to go in with the book? And I'm like, No. So he um he was he told me that he was like, Okay, well, you think what you think about doing some self help uh, self help book? Like that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You speak. That's what you do. You like you naturally speak this. So I'm like, Um, yeah, that that'll work. So he was like, He was like, This is how I can help you. He was like, Take the word transform. And he say, Break it down as an acronym. He say, each letter T R A N S F O R M. Mm-hmm. He said that's the chapter. Mm. So he like give it a title, and it's like that. That's the chapter. Mm-hmm. So we gave each one the letter transform. That's how it's nine stages of growth because transform got nine letters. Mm-hmm. So transition, reflection, anticipation, um, navigation, segmentation, formulation, organization resignation and then mass manifestation mm-hmm. and that's what had had end out so i'm really now i'm giving i'm giving this away because I, I really don't be telling nobody how i wrote the book because yeah. it's like my what i did but you got to teach what's taught you know and um mm-hmm. but i didn't write the book at all like i recorded the book it's mm-hmm. 2020 you know what i'm saying like yeah i, I know you don't i ain't gonna lie i can't it. sit down i ain't, i can't type fast it's not everybody thing <laughs> yeah, I can't type at all. Um, them years in prison kind of yeah. hindered me in certain areas, <laughs> you know, so I ain't really had time to, like, get into the all the tech stuff. So I, I could speak well. I could talk all day, talk for hours. I could speak passionately. I could go deep, 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 deep into history mm-hmm. and different conversations. I read over a thousand books. But as far as typing a book or just writing, I'm like, man, I, I can't. I ain't finna sit down and write no whole book or, yeah. or type it. So I'm, I told him like I could, I could talk. Mm-hmm. Like I know what I want to say, but as far as me writing it, I'm like now he was like okay. So we um, set up the same mic that we using right now, and I recorded it like each chapter. Mm-hmm. Just let my heart speak. Each chapter when I ain't had enough to say, that's when I'm going on to the next one. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the session was like two and a half hours. Like I started at like six o'clock that morning. Mm-hmm. And by nine o'clock, the book was done. So we got sent sent off the um, the audio, the MP3 file to a transcriber, got it transcribed, got the audio back. Mm-hmm. Once we got the, um, I mean, once I got words, now I got a, a transcript. Mm-hmm. Edited it, gave a structure, and then there you go. Hmm. I put it out so the book was done um the process started December 17th by January 30th it was a, um, a bestseller on Amazon really? I was the number one new release on Amazon hmm. so literally 30 days from from con- conception of idea mm-hmm. to actual product hmm. and then maybe a couple of weeks after that a week 10 days after that I was a bestseller author hmm. so it literally happened in one month so it wasn't like a process, a long drawn out. Like everything happened like back to back to back. Once the book dropped in January, um, right after that, it was a five city book tour. And then right after that book tour, it was another book tour. Mm. And um, now I'm closing out the year. Yeah. Off that. So that was, that literally, my mm. whole life changed. In a matter of and a it, couple of hours, really. Yeah. Yeah, I, a lot of people, you know, they want to write a book, and um, you know, a book is a product, and yeah. definitely people write the book and don't know how to hustle the book, or yeah, they write have, it, right. or they just want to be like, um, I got a book, and yeah. then they don't have nothing else to give with it. They don't give themselves with it, but um, it's a process, and like you said, it is twenty nineteen. We're going into twenty twenty. Right. It, we in the future, man. Yeah. You don't have to. It's so easy. The direct, the direct, to consume, direct to consumer, where you could create something like right now and, and get it directly to the consumer. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really utilize that or really pay attention to it. Even if something as simple as Facebook or Instagram, like that's a platform where you could directly reach your consumers. Like right now, mm-hmm. you could think of something right now and get it. And get it out there, get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, and reach out to the right people and connect. So, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I use it. I, I I suggest anybody. I tell anybody, and the reason why I decided to share, you know, like in detail how I did the book, like step by step. Mm-hmm. I went through Amazon, um, direct publishing, KDP. For anybody that want to know, just Google KDP, and the process easiest is is simple. You know, mm-hmm. it, it don't cost that much money, and it's not what you think but we need the um we need more black authors young men and women to really um like carlos wallace he was the first black author that i met personally Mm -hmm. that i knew like he wrote a book yes so and um i was like 26 when i met him so Mm -hmm. we need more when i go out and speak uh, people always tell me like i'm the first black man that they saw with a book that wrote a book or whatever and mm-hmm. it's like it's it that that'll fly to some people but it kind of hurt my hurt my feelings because it's like damn like it shouldn't be like this when i'm the first i'm the only person that you know that wrote a book <laughs> like that's like that's sad this to show like we not that mean we're not creating literature mm-hmm. and um and historically like we read the bible somebody wrote that Somebody wrote that. Somebody had to write it. Somebody had to yes. document 
what was going on. Mm-hmm. So the time that we living in now, we need people to step up and document what's going on and yeah. talk about it and create solutions and um, offer your intellectual properties to the world, like what you have and what you know you might be able to change the world with it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you never know, even if it's a couple of people that you change, like that's that's good, that's, that's, that's progress. Yes. So, you know, I encourage everybody to write a book, even if it's just a, affirmations anything just create literature like we have to really take what we have inside of us yeah create put it in the universe put it in the ether put it out there for people to consume it and, exactly. exactly and build from there yeah like it don't matter if we get so caught up in um the followers and how many people liked it how many people um digested it and took it in consumed it instead of just really like looking at the fact that even if you just touch one person, like you one touch person. one person, so something that God put on your heart, or on your spirit, or on your mind, mm-hmm. you was able to give it to somebody. Yeah, and that's ultimately what it's about, like giving. So, like we got to do more of that. We can't keep on sitting back. Like I know people. This is another idea for anybody that's listening. I hope somebody use it. If you if you make positive posts on Facebook or Instagram every day, like. Copy and paste those posts, add them to your notes, and then at the end of the month, you got a book. You got a whole book. 30 days of affirmations, a positive message. Even a really good, you can do that, and to add to it, to even add more supplement, turn it into a workbook. Right. A journaling workbook. A challenge. Uh Uh-huh. A 30-day, 40-day, I have one at home, it's 50 days. Right. And it's a challenge. Every day, you just go through it, write it. So, Everything real easy. Yeah, so just if you to put active, your thoughts. Right. If you yeah. active if you actively share your thoughts, like document it. Mm-hmm. And there you go, there go a book right there. A whole book. Push it. Now that's a revenue stream. That's something mm-hmm. you'll be able to eat off of forever. Yeah. It may it may not be your best thing, but it's a product that could push and can move. Yeah. And it's t- usually everybody's book is timeless. Yeah. It'll help you throughout, you know. Any situation. Yeah, open up doors. Mm-hmm. It will open up doors. Give so we're going to take papers. a quick break and then uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about content. Uh, All right. Sounds good. All right, you guys. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dinner Party Podcast. Um, I am currently waiting on uh, my appointment with my therapist at 8 o'clock p.m. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to go ahead and do the intro for um, my extremely informative in- um, interview with Mr. Ronald C. Lee Jr. So before we get into that, I wanted to start out by just um, talking about something that is probably on your mind as it is on my mind at the moment and that is goal setting for the new year so who is ready to get it popping for the new year i know i am 2020 um my cousin said the vision is clear in 2020 so 2020 vision in 2020 so um i'm excited for 2020 um this year is slowly coming to a close been kind of tough as you guys know i do work a regular job as well as i own alex and co 
And um, right now, for me, I am really focusing on some of the things that I need to uh, work on in 2020. Or not even work on, just some things that I'm wanting to... um, Excuse me, y'all. This is real life. I'm so tired. I've been at work since 8.30 a.m. But... um, some of the things that I just want to manifest and to bring about into my life. Um, I'm really excited for 2020, but I just wanted to give you guys some insight on my goals for 2020, uh, especially with the podcast with Alex and co and just some personal goals that I have really quickly, just to get you guys pumped and ready uh, to start 2020 on a whole nother level because I'm ready to start. Um, so, A, first of all, um, again, as you guys know, I do work a regular job. Um, my goal is I need to start being proactive about uh, pursuing something that is either in my field or I'm making some more money. So I just finished reading a book called How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And one of the first things it said was to find another job. So um, that I'm actively searching for just so I could start putting more money into Alex and Co. I could start putting investing more money into savings, into um, just a little bit of everything. And um, this... Right now, as far as financially, is um, the financial outlook on my goals. I know I could do better. I I mean, I know I could do better. I've been a little lazy, been trying to keep it extremely simple and everything. And so hopefully, you know, it'll work out. And then another goal of mine is to get back to being physical. Um, I need to move around. So I've already started that. Just moving my body every day. Especially at work, I take some walks. Um, I have some three-pound weights at work. But just getting active. I'm not worried about losing weight, um, to be honest. I like my body. <laughs> I really do like my body. And self-love is is the best love. Um, and then just taking better care of myself, like food and um you know, just basic self-care, not being so hard on myself because I'm, hey, people talk about bullying and cyberbullying, but baby, I am a bully to myself and I know I have been, but I, that is something that I am very, um, very focused on is to stop bullying myself and just enjoy life. Um, enjoy life. Have you ever just took a step back and just enjoyed life, enjoyed the nice weather. Um, and just even when it's raining outside, I love when it rains. But just enjoying myself and stop focusing on the negatives all the time. And my other goal, my last goal is to really further myself in business. But um, for you guys, I would love to start doing live podcasts. So I kind of already got the facility down and, but, um, 
I'm working on strategically building the audience and building the panel. So with you guys, if you guys have a topic that you want to talk about or that you just need some insight on, hey, message me. Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. I am Alex Jack. Um, you can also just, um, what I think DM and on Instagram is probably my best bet right now. Um, email because my job won't let me use my phone no more. So, um, cause I, let me tell y'all something. I have used this job has, I, let me say this. Some of y'all out there and I don't know who needs to hear this, but y'all hate your job because you're working for your job but i've taken advantage of my job it's a corporate job um a fortune 500 job that don't pay nothing but um i made my job work for me i made my job pay for school i made my job um let me use the internet enough (laughs) to literally build my business there while the calls were like slow coming in um can't do that no more not that I need to be doing that I'm not supposed to be doing that but I made my job work for me uh, made contacts everything if you allow your job to work for you and not you work for your job it will work out perfectly and if it's not the job for you find another job I mean at some point I'm going to transition into making my um, Alex and Co full time but here's the catch um, it's not yet. I'm working on putting way more work into it. I know 2020 is going to be better for that. But guess what? If you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to own a business, if you want to run a whole company, guess what the best learning? And people always want to learn in school. But guess what your best bet of learning is going to be? At the job you at now. I know for a fact, some of the things that my job does... I will never, never make any person do some of the things that they make me do. I'm, I don't want to work on a plantation because I remember the slaves were free a long time ago. And I am not going to make anyone work like that. I want my company to be a space for creativity, for love, for productivity, for... Um, I want my employees to be extremely extremely satisfied and I want them to be allowed to work at their own pace work virtually from home I have some like major goals for Alex and Co that not is not for me and is not for my paycheck but I want to serve my people I want to serve the people that are working for me or not necessarily working for me and I don't they don't work for me I work for them and when you look at yourself as a as an entrepreneur as a boss as everything like that your goal I I know many of you you had a goal of when you started your business oh I just want to help people gotcha now employ some people you helping put a check up in their bank a you helping them get health care B, you are definitely figuring out ways to better a work-life balance, all of that. And some of my goals for 
Alex and Co. are just because of the job that I've worked, not just things that I know I don't want to do, but I've also gained some things that I know I got to do when I get with um, when I start hiring people on. Um, this is real, y'all. If your goals are set, I listened to Rob Dow today, um, the mindset mentor. You can find it on iTunes. Super short uh, podcast, but the message in each episode has been like super great for me. But um, he said today, make your goals time 10. And so I'm not looking just to build a a small company, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm looking to build something SMB, small to medium. But I'm looking to make it so that it's always giving back. So with my back to what we were actually talking about, but um, I want these podcasts to help somebody, to encourage somebody, Um, whether you are an entrepreneur or someone that supports an entrepreneur, it's all love and it's all for help. And I'm not looking for... um, you know, I'm not looking for all the glitz and glamour of everything, but I'm looking to serve the people. I'm looking to give someone some insight on something that they've been wondering about every day. So, um, yes, set your goals for 2020 and don't set them low. Think better of yourself. Think highly of yourself. You deserve way better than what you've been having or giving yourself from day one. You deserve way better. You know, it's like when you have a kid and even though I hadn't had a kid, but I always listened to my mama. Um, when you had a kid and you want to give that child the best of everything, try giving you the best of everything so that you can give somebody else the best of everything. Um, focus on you first and everything else will fall into place and everybody else will get focused on as well. Because sometimes for you mothers, I had to tell a mother on yesterday when your children watch you take care of yourself, they're going to always know that that's what they're going to have to do for themselves. And, um, you know, we got to do better at taking care of ourselves. And when other people see us, me as a single woman, see me taking care of myself, they fall into place. Like when I get my lashes done, because that's my favorite thing to do. When I get my lashes done, people be like, oh, girl, where you get your lashes done at and who you did that with? And I'd be like, oh, I did it with this person and uh, this company, blah, blah, blah. And they say, oh, I'm going to go there too. Because you took care of yourself, in return, they take care of themselves. And let me tell you something. When I get my lashes done, baby, when I get my lashes done, I'm, I'm like, you can't stop me. The world is all mine. I promise you, I hadn't got my lashes done in the past few months. And it's because, you know, financially, I've just been trying to rebuild myself after getting out of school. Ain't no more refund checks. And so um, I'm learning the true financial game of life. And so um, I just know for a fact that I deserve better. So I went and got my lashes done. And all of a sudden, because I feel better about myself, I'm doing better for myself already and it's only been what i'm going to go get them done again on the 21st of december hmm you can't tell me nothing but i'm gonna need her to add some old lash on there but that's another story for another day um (laughs) 
But set your goals. Set some goals. But I've shared a few of my goals. And the person that we have on today, which I'm really excited about um, you guys hearing from him. Um, The person that I have on today, Mr. Ronald C. Lee Jr., um, he has such an amazing story that um, many of us need to hear something, uh, something real. He has a real special story that's special, but is not uncommon. Therefore, a lot of you may be able to relate. Um, he's an author. He's a speaker. He's an artist. He's a dad. He's a husband. Um, he has like the cutest kid, like his family is like super cute y'all, but, um, you can follow him on Instagram, uh, Ronald C. Lee Jr. And that's J-R, not the whole word, word spelled out. Um, and it will be in the description of this as well. Um, but he is like, he's extremely, ever since I met him, he was extremely inspirational to me. Um, I actually met him through my mom. Um, they met at Lone Star College. And, um, ever since then I got in contact with him and Hey, we've built a very good relationship, a good working relationship when anytime I call on him, he's always there. I mean, he stopped through on some of my seminars in my summer series. Um, Alex and co had for, um, like our social media stuff. He's a content creator. I mean, just extremely, extremely talented young man. Um, and his his uh presence is extremely extremely needed in this world um he also in this interview those of y'all that want to be authors he's he gave the tea okay for the men he gave some good 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 information because <laughs> i was about to be real alex right now but baby he gave the tea on some of his author um setups how he set up his book and so really good book let me tell y'all something i i went through the book so fast it was ridiculous it's a good book um i would encourage other people to read it um a lot of people probably can relate to the story but he told us how he got to that point and i know that um with my mom especially she has her book the other side of the story and the um authors like a lot of people are writing books these days but they don't know how to start we got some tea up in here for you and so um as always i hope you guys enjoy this podcast i hope you guys um get to get to see some of the um or get to hear not see uh hear some of the amazing things that uh that he has to say and his journey from being um where he was to being an entrepreneur and speaker and author and all of the above but yes such a talented young man just really really great to be around this was a really good interview and um i can't wait to do it again and hopefully so with my um new series of this live podcast if you're in Houston and you want to be part of the live podcast, definitely hit me up on Instagram. I am Alex Jack. Um, or, you know, just com- comment somewhere. Y'all can find me anywhere. But I'll make sure I put all my details where you guys could sign up or 
whatever. And I probably, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to put it on Eventbrite. But hopefully so I get to have him um, do a couple of it for us. Um, definitely keep looking out on him because um, he got some new things coming. But other than that, it's almost time for my therapy session. So I'm going to let you guys get to listening to this interview. Such a beautiful interview. Um, but always and forever, thanks you guys for listening to the Dinner Party Podcast. Bye. Hey everyone, this is Alexandria again. Just wanted to take a quick break to let you guys know about my company, Alex & Co. Are you a business owner trying to find new clients or build a relationship within the community? Well, Alex & Co. is here to help. We build basic websites, business cards, and other things you may need to create a lasting relationship with new and existing clients. Our main specialty is PR, public relations. So, we also do event planning, media kits, social media managing, and more. Please click the link in the episode description to learn more. We can't wait to build a relationship with you. Now back to the episode. All right, we're back with Mr. Ronald C. Lee Jr. Uh, we just got some real deep information about his uh, process on writing the book. We got some good information on who he is as a person, how he reaches his audience. Um, now we're going to get into something else, something a little bit different. How I know you is from your content creating. Um, content is king. A lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, um, they hear the word content create and they just fall apart. It's over mm-hmm. for them. And um, even for myself, it's a, <clears throat> it's a whole struggle for myself some days. How to get into content creation. Some people, they don't like, they not, it's not that they don't like to, it's just the confidence ain't in them to do it. But yeah. um, you are the, probably the one person I know that create content nonstop and never day. stop. It's just Every like, day. it's something always there. And um, you always um, relevant. I can yeah. say that because everything that you produce content with, it's extremely relevant. It's always up to date to what you're doing, and mm-hmm. it's a journey. You watching, documenting your whole journey. Yeah. So, what's your what's your take on content? Your process. Um, content content is king because like you, we really like writing. Like we writing history. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, for me, I chose to be open and really share my journey with the world. A lot of people close to me would tell me like I shouldn't be so vocal cuz I would be talking I I don't mind I tell when I'm when I'm when I'm down, when I'm when I'm up, when I'm happy, when I'm sad, mm-hmm. you know like I I wear my my heart and my emotions on my sleeve like I don't, I don't have them so you know people would try to tell me that maybe you shouldn't be so vocal with your struggles. Like people really want to see success. You know, and I was just like, I looked at, I'm like, man, like, if if most of the wealth is owned by the top one percent, that means it's ninety nine percent of people that can relate to me. Then, so exactly. I'm gonna be real, exactly, because that's what people love. You know, something that's real, mm-hmm. like you, and 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 you could watch me grow. So people been able to watch me grow from coming home from prison, being a cashier at McDonald's, 
to not traveling the, the world, the country, mm-hmm. and having a global impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were able to watch that journey and see it, like you said, like every day you could kind of see it to stay relevant. So for me, I created a brand, like I said, around myself, like I am the brand. So it's not like a gimmick or, or anything. So uh, it's times where like business is not doing so good or it's times where I'm not really in the spirit to create but I'm always a father, mm-hmm. you know, every day. So, um, a part of my message is showing, like, displaying my love for my daughter and my my wife. Mm-hmm. So I'm always a father and a husband. So I could do that every day. I do that every day. Mm-hmm. So that's content when I create because I'm showing like this is like a black family. This is a man taking care of his responsibility, taking care of his kids. So that's yeah, content. That's your so story. That's my story, exactly. Yeah. So if I'm, it might be a couple of weeks where I can't write. I don't have no speaking engagements. Um, I haven't really created anything new musically or artistically or anything. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm loving my daughter and I could just dance with her. Mm-hmm. You know, turn the camera on and, and we dancing, dancing in the mirror and just having fun and still spreading love and knowledge. So... I say content like you you should you should be relevant every day like I don't watch TV mm-hmm. like I don't I don't have a TV in my house well we got one but I don't watch it and um but whenever I go visit somebody and they watch the TV like and I see commercials like I I see McDonald's Popeyes different things mm-hmm. and then they make you want it like yeah man, I want a Big Mac right now now I want it after you see it and I don't even really eat that type of food mm-hmm. often so. I'd be conscious of it when I see it. Like, I'm seeing the pop now. I'm going home, and I'd be like, I see a pop like, and I should Popeyes. stop and get some, some chicken strips. <laughs> and then I have to be conscious of it, like, damn, that, 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 that. I just saw how good they looked on TV. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me want it, so it was because I saw it. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I see is I see people on social media every day. Like, you riding in the car, you look to your left, to your right at the stoplight. People on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. So it's like, all right, I'm going to be there every day. Then. Y'all going to see me every day. Since you on there. Every time you log on, every time you open up the app, if you do this every day, if the first thing you do is wake up in the morning and go to your apps, mm-hmm. you're going to see me yes. every day. So you're going to see my products. You're going to see what I'm doing. You're going to see what I'm creating. You're going to see what I'm working on every day. So I'm not an open book to where it's like a reality show where you know everything about mm-hmm. me. You know, like I still keep so much private. And I keep so many moments to myself with my family. But I just like to create every day. I'm a creator. That's yeah. how I, yeah, that's how I, how I, how I live and function. That's what keeps me happy, creating. Yeah. So when I go into it, like, when I make, like, the content that we're creating today, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm using for. But it's But that. I'm documenting, yeah. It's so. That. I might be going through it a couple of months from now and I might see a sound bite, something that I said. I'm like, man, I should use that. So cut it down to 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. There goes some content for the day, like, and put that out there. And so, you know, I know I said a lot, but that's what we really what I do. Like, content, I look at creating, like, every day, something mm-hmm. creating every day. And how do you balance? Because a lot of people, they, um, a lot of entrepreneurs in reality, 
in their mind, they thinking I can't keep private and per- keep my personal life and my entrepreneurial life. There's no balance in that. But yeah. you say you keep a lot of your stuff private, which it's very easy to do, but it's hard at the same time. Yeah. What's but your take? You, you gotta have substance. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't, if your product or your service or you don't have no substance, then of course it's gonna be hard to mm-hmm. to to keep it separate because now you got to turn into like a gimmick. You know, what I'm saying? I, I always say like you got to shuck and jive and you got to entertain people because mm-hmm. you know it ain't really no substance. They don't, it ain't really nothing now. But so create substance, have something of substance, have something that people want that people like, and find your market to mm-hmm. where you can feed your market. On a daily basis, so people come to me. People like me because I'm positive, I'm inspirational, I'm motivational. Um, you know, you're gonna get a good word, a good message. You know, you're gonna get something that's relevant. Mm-hmm. But that's based on the substance that I created. Like I didn't say I wanted to do this. I wanted to get my life together. Right. I wanted to have a successful business. Right. I wanted to work for myself. That's what I wanted. And by me attaining the things that I wanted, people wanting to know how mm-hmm. I did it and that's when I started to speak about it mm-hmm. so it wasn't that I'm like okay I want to show people how to do it like no I, I proved it first and I'm still proving it now and then I speak about it mm-hmm. so really just keeping it separate like if you were an entrepreneur you also got to understand that like break down your day like at, at, at some point like you're off like I'm not available all day yeah, and I tell people all the time. You can't call me at you can't nine, call me 10 at a certain time. <laughs> right, like, I'm not available. You it's know, not a it don't matter what's going seven. on, right, what it is, like, I'm not available. If I'm if I'm with my daughter mm-hmm. and I'm with my wife and I'm in bed, or we, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So if I am if I make a video of us in, in bed, like, that's our moments, you know what I'm saying? I keep those for when we at home, like, look at this, mm-hmm. with our hair all over our head, you know, laying around <laughs> not, like, our underwear just being... Being that, so um, that's what I what I do. I keep I separate the two. Yeah. So you got Ronald Sealy Jr. Even though that's my name, that's but now that's a business. Now that's a brand. Mm-hmm. So, but at the end of the day, I'm still I'm Dada. Yeah. I'm, I'm husband. Mm-hmm. I'm brother. I'm son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm nephew. I'm these things. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I keep that separate. Yeah. And so that's what I, what I, what I said. Like, if you just create about your business, like if you got something with substance, you could talk about it every day. You could have mm-hmm. it. You have something that's that that people want, that people talking about. Mm-hmm. So that's what I say, like to people. If you have a prep, like create some substance. Create some substance. Yeah, have something that people. And I always want, tell also, um, focusing on your passion. It also that's what it's, that's equal to your substance. Yeah. That's what it is. Like for me. I love food. Like, that's my thing. I love to cook. I love to do all of that. I don't have to share my personal life, what I do at home with my parents, what I do at home at my house. You know, on my chill day, I'm off. Mm -hmm. I tell people Saturday after a certain time, it's it's over. Sunday, I only do about two or three hours because I work during the week. And But you have to separate the two. But I see all the time, like on Instagram, People doing these extremely private moments, and you just like, but you want to yeah. sell some positive stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like let's let's uh, let's do this differently. It's, right? It's no it's no separation, and people just like it's discipline. Like you can't say it's, it's 
Like, I don't have the time to do it. Like, mm-hmm. Make the time. Every day is It's time. simply right. Like, you, you really have to make that time. Like, it's not an excuse. It's not a, Mm-mm. I can't. Like, now, like, you, once you say, like, I can't do it, then that's what you, you can't do it. That's final. You mm-hmm. got to understand what you're saying and the power of your words and what you're speaking. Mm-hmm. You say, like, man, I can't do it. I don't have the time. You can't do it because you don't have the time. Like, yeah. it's really that simple. Yeah. But if you be like, I, I'm going to find the time. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to think about, like, breathing. No. You don't think about you gonna find that. Time you, find, for you do it. So it's the same <laughs> thing. Like, you make it to where you, it's what you do. And if, like, everybody got different type of personalities. They learn different. They, they operate differently. So some people more organized, like me, I have to create. Like, mm-hmm. I have to create something. I gotta get up and do something. So I, but I, but I do so much. That's why I'm editing videos, um, promoting, um, thinking about different creative ways to promote mm-hmm. all these different things that I do. So that's what keep me going. Yeah. Keep me, keep me, keep me flowing. But if it's somebody, if you just more like some people, like like my wife, she need a, a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, like straight up, like this is what's going on. Like at this time, this boom, time, boom, this boom, time. yeah. <laughs> so if you're more of a person like that, that have like that's real structured with mm-hmm. your days and your time, then set time aside. We're like, okay, um, by Sunday, you should have all your content for the week. Like, okay, we're supposed for this for mm-hmm. this day. So now, anything that you do extra, is, anything else you do is extra. Mm-hmm. But you got your base, like. And then create something that's, um, like people uh, had a habit. So if every day if you post at twelve o'clock, mm-hmm. like so people now they know to come at noon, mm-hmm. at lunchtime to get whatever it is that you offer, whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You pick your time. So like look on your like check your your numbers, like your insights. When are your people watching you? Mm-hmm. When are your people available? And then you 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 cater to them. You go. Go where they are. Yeah. And doing and create content from from around that. Like the people and like I said, I'm just spilling all my beans, but like <laughs> it's strategic what I do but when I helps. post yeah. with my daughter. Because it it it's an all moment. When people see that they say, Oh Yeah. And I love that. Because <laughs> you're not gonna forget. So like you gonna remember that like Mm-hmm. Him with his daughter, so when you see me, you 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 know like this is a good man, this is a father, this is a, you know whatever it is like mm-hmm. that's what's up here, what you see, what you yeah. think. So you want to support people that's doing good, that's doing well, that's doing so. It's like I show it, mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing. So when you buy my book, mm-hmm. you know that he he support his family, so I'm supporting his family. Yeah, when I buy this, because I support family yeah i support you know so it's all it's, it's relatable it's strategic yeah, yeah it all it's, work it's relatable strategy that ends up uh building a relationship an unconscious relationship with your audience with your or unconscious an unconscious relationship with a potential client exactly uh somebody that would deeply support what you're doing and you giving back something that they might need or something that they don't see every day they may mm-hmm. not see people around or they may not have been there to maybe they didn't have a father maybe they didn't have something and to see somebody working as hard as you are to build your family and everything like that is 
unconsciously triggers them in some way, and yeah. they're like, they'll wait. It'd be five months later. I'm still looking at the same person, yeah. and then they see, oh, he got a book. Hold on, right. let me go now get that book. book. Exactly. Okay, he's speaking here. That's down the street from my house. Go. I gotta right. go I gotta over there. there. I yeah. yeah, I gotta go. So yeah. it, I'm always big on not necessarily building a shake your hand relationship with a person, but building a relationship with a person where they could just relate to you and finally yeah. outside of their circle somebody just like them <laughs> right yeah yeah and it's like like i like we connected these phones and this internet just got us connected to everything and everybody mm-hmm. so you know it's people that i never met before that like i have love for like mm-hmm. and i love the woman you are i love how you take care of your kids i love how you handle your business mm-hmm. never met them a day in my life before but just seeing them, just seeing what they post and what they, what they doing that, and it's just like, man, it's, it's inspiring. So I get inspired. I, when I see, you know, um, like even for yourself, like to see your business growing mm-hmm. and developing, and like the steps that you're taking, and you know, like that's, it's inspirational to me. Like to see people growing. Like I, I ain't no hater, so I love seeing people growing, win. It's, yeah. it's show like I love that energy when everybody growing, winning. Mm-hmm. It's coming, so I I go to it for that to see like, man, her post looking better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Her flyers look better. Her, you know, different. Like yeah. it's looking better. Like watching so you're seeing, like watching it grow. Yeah, like yeah. And be like, man, I remember when you first. This was the idea, mm-hmm. and now it's real. It's life. real. You know, like to see it. So, and that's just like people. Another thing, like everything don't have to be perfect. Like stop trying to make it perfect Mm-mm. and have it where it's just like every. It's not gonna be perfect. It's not gonna be right. Mm-mm. It's always going to be something that you can see that's wrong with something that you could do better. Mm-hmm. But don't let nobody tell you. That's another thing people do with kind of like they, they let what what they think others do. So yeah. like you see a Gary V or something and he mm-hmm. posting 20 times a day and you thinking like, oh, I ain't pushing out enough content. He got a whole team. He has a huge team. <laughs> specifically, he has For that. 35, 40 content creators. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is all they do is create content. For him. Exactly. Not for that even brand. for his business. It's just specifically, specifically for him. Specifically for him and the business. So, like, you can't compete with that. No. So, don't feel bad when your stuff don't look like that. You but you can like grow that into quality. that. Right. And it takes being nothing it. first. Yeah. I go back and look at my post and I look at stuff and I be like, Look at the suit I had on. Look at the, you know, the way I was speaking. I ain't, I didn't know how to articulate myself. I mm-hmm. was, and you could see it, and it's just like, but look at, look at me now, and you could see the growth and track the growth, and those your wins, those your victories. Like people don't like celebrate those small wins. Mm-hmm. You become better. I used to say um and like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, um, 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 and now I'm conscious of it, so I don't say it as much. Mm-hmm. That's growth. That's a lot and of And I could track it. And people could see it. Mm-hmm. And people could watch it and go along with the journey for you. It's like, like I just said, it like. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's the same. But I just say really, 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 like, don't be worried about what nobody got to say. Just create mm-hmm. what you like. Do what you like. Do what you love. And the people that's for you going to gravitate towards you. The people that yeah. like you going to gravitate towards you. The ones that don't, they're going to move around. And then if, come back. Come back when you're too big right. to even be touched. <laughs> if I post too much, like all you have to do is unfriend me or unfollow me. You yes. don't have to be here. Mm-mm. That's that. If you don't like what I'm doing, you don't have to see it. You don't have to be around it. Mm-mm. It's cool. 
that has nothing to do with me. You don't like me, that has nothing to do with me. Mm-mm. That's on you. Every so. product has a consumer. That's and it. That's how it works. And All find that. yours. So mm-hmm. content, I'm gonna say it again. Content is king. Like make sure you create and find out what's what you can create, and then mm-hmm. give yourself some substance. Like yeah. make sure you have substance. You got something to offer that people want, and it's not just a hustle. And then it's a trend right now being an entrepreneur. Like that's trendy. Isn't that's that thing. weird? It's <laughs> entrepreneur. You know, people putting in their bios and stuff. Like I'm an entrepreneur, yeah. entrepreneur life and all that. So it's a trend. So are you? Are you here to stay, or are you just a trend? If yeah. you just in it for the right now because it's trendy, then you know do what's trendy. I ain't gonna hate on that neither. You know, mm-hmm. like get in where you fit in, that get in yeah. and get out, and do what's trendy. But if you're trying to build something that that lasts, something that you can pass on to your kids and your your kids' kids, and you're trying to build some generational wealth, mm-hmm. and you're trying to build a strong brand, like substance, yeah, and what you love and what where your heart at. Yeah, these kids making millions of dollars open up pre- um, toys. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And we used to do that. <laughs> we used to do that when we was little. You no, know, so like, yeah. So if you love is something that you love, you know, it's it's so many things like that people love that people search for. So just find what you love and, mm-hmm. and do it every day. Focusing on your passion, yeah. opposed to focusing on the cash. Right. <laughs> every day. Just focus, like, every day. Like, I love doing what I do. I love helping people. I love giving advice. I love mentoring people. I love learning. Mm-hmm. I love engaging with people. And I, lo- I love that. So mm-hmm. I do it every day. Yeah, if you can do it every day, it helps in every way. Yeah. Your mental health, even for myself, every day I've got to do something food-related. If it's nothing but just scrolling through Instagram, looking at food, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Just that five minutes is I'm like done for the day. I'm like cool. Mm-hmm. I feel good, and then it give me ideas about creating right. content. Yeah, exactly. And, edu- and it's not just about passion. You unconsciously educating yourself on some stuff mm-hmm. and refining your uh, your craft <clears throat> and everything like that. So um, another thing, just to change gears one more time, just to get in your head just a little okay. bit. Um, <clears throat> Your goal setting. What is what is your process of how do you set your goals or do you set goals? What do you? What's your process? Yeah, I definitely set goals. Um, my the number one goal is for me to be a better version of myself every day. Mm-hmm. So every day my goal is to be better than I was yesterday. So that's the lifetime goal. Mm-hmm. So that's every day. And then I set up, you know, a lot of different other goals along the way. So I might have a goal of making, selling 50 books this month or, you know, a a set number and put it and then break it down. So it's like, I want to do, um, so going into 2020, for the year 2020, Mm -hmm. I want to have like like four digit sales Mm -hmm. and everything. So books, um, streams, like everything I want, four digits, like I'm at the thousand mark. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to sell 10,000 books next year, I got to break it down. So how many do I need to sell per month? Mm-hmm. And once I break down a month and how many I got to sell per day, mm-hmm. and then how many I need to be selling per hour if I'm mm-hmm. working an eight hour day and, and break it down like that. So now you got 
I took what I want to do for the whole year and I broke it down to small pieces. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to do 10K, I need to do, I don't know the numbers off my head, but you know, mm -hmm. whatever the number is, you do it. So you set it up. So now on a daily basis, you could really be looking and say like, okay, because um, you're going to have those days when you're lazy. You're going to have them days when you don't feel like it, when mm -hmm. you're a little depressed, you're a little down. Um, you're just not in the mood. You're just not in the spirit. So it'll keep you on, on, on point. Like, okay, I said I want to do 10K this year. And then you could check. So now it's six months. You only did three. So mm -hmm. it's like, I, I didn't meet my expect. I didn't meet my goals. Mm -hmm. So what did I do wrong now? Now you could analyze and re reflect, like, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. Or you might exceed it. Yeah. So that's, I feel like goals are very important because if you don't have any goals and you just kind of like spinning your wheel, you will keep putting it off. Mm -hmm. I get it done, I get it done, I get it done. So what I, you know, suggest or just say anybody, just what I do is every day. So I'm like, I need to be a better version of myself than I was yesterday. So even mm -hmm. if it's something that's like just learning a new word, mm -hmm. um, Anything. Something like that, yeah. So when I'm down, so like I said, like it's sometimes when I'm just relaxing or I'm chilling, instead of me just watching, and no, like I said, no shade and what nobody else do, mm -hmm. but instead of me watching football or instead of me watching Love and Hip Hop or instead of me watching binge watching the show, mm -hmm. I might watch a Malcolm X interview or mm -hmm. watch a documentary. Yeah. Or, you know, study something like that to where it's something that I don't know about. Animal Planet, look at some animal. You know, something that's. That, that would just, be good. Yeah. <laughs> and just something that's where I'm learning. So it's like, like man, I ain't even know that. Or I ain't even think about it like that. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. a good moment to have because that's growth right there. When you be like, damn, I ain't even think about it like that. Mm -hmm. You just learn something new. Yeah. So that's when I always had to do it. So, like, let me learn a new word. Let me find a new word. Mm -hmm. And if you do that every day, like, that's why, you know, God accelerating process, you know, I give all honor and praise to God because I couldn't do this on my own. Yeah. These don't be my bright ideas all the time. You know, mm -hmm. it just, it come from out of nowhere. It's just mm -hmm. like, well, let me do this. Yeah. Write it down and then go get it done. And it turned out to be like the book and all that. It came out from me just speaking about yeah. what, God placed on my heart that day. Mm -hmm. It touched his life. He saw something in me, made a phone call for me, got the book done. Mm -hmm. So um, every day if you're doing that and you got people that's not doing it at all, mm -hmm. that's not growing at all, you'll look up. I've only been out four years. Yeah. Best-selling author. I wrote books. I traveled the country. This city, this year alone, I spoke in 10 different cities. Mm. You know, and I'm doing all this on my own. I don't got no agent, no manager, no nothing like mm -hmm. this. All, all me from my contact list, from people that I met, people that I communicated with, people that know me mm -hmm. from social media, from just seeing that that's referred me and connected me to people. Like, oh, you need the my cousin, the dean at such and such. It's mm -hmm. like, wow, like, yeah, I called him and asked him if we would be able to come to the school. Um, this is email. He say just email him, mm -hmm. and then that turned into a check, and that's just something from a post, like like we were saying. Mm -hmm. From my goal is to be a better version every day, mm -hmm. and another one of my goals daily is to um, show love, to show love to somebody, help somebody love, you know, right. anybody, even if it's just telling somebody, compliment somebody at the grocery store, anything. Your makeup look nice today. I like your hair, whatever you know, something mm -hmm. every day. 
you know, I make it a goal to, to show some love, exemplify some love yeah. outside of my circle. Yeah. Outside of my immediate circle. So somebody that's outside. So I have to do it. Yeah. And it'd be a goal. And so those are my two goals that I have every day. Every day. Show some love outside of my circle mm-hmm. and become a better version of myself. Okay. So I feel like um, when it comes to goal setting, every day something you got to put at least one goal on your list mm-hmm. every day you know when a lot of um even a lot of entrepreneurs when they put out what their goals are i want to make a million dollars next year and you just like but you ain't made a dollar today exactly. <laughs> and exactly. it's not impossible to make a million right, dollars not, a yeah, year but a million dollars really ain't a lot of money when you really put it to the table not. uh but when you set a goal you and you're not even looking for that million dollars. All of a sudden, you're gonna look back on all the checks you made. I done made a whole million this year. I done made a whole four hundred thousand this year. Yeah. And nobody in my family ever had that much money. Yeah. And it just turns into instead of goal setting, money goals. Cause I stopped with my goal setting. I stopped putting like numbers with it. Cause right. it, for me, it just gave me a lot of anxiety. Yeah, so, yeah, it could, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gives you a lot of anxiety. So it's like. Okay, instead of putting numbers with it, let's put action goals. Goals right. with action. So doing a little something, educating myself a little bit a day. Uh, doing cooking this today. I'm going right. to try to cook Facts. this today, and I'm going to post pictures about it, and I'm going to do this. And just little bitty things every day, all of a sudden, people notice that. Mm-hmm. People see it. You ain't even trying. All of a sudden, you getting gigs, you getting this, you getting that. But just putting a little bit of effort every day yeah. um, really changes pretty much everything. It kind of yep. changes everything. So, um, but this conversation got super deep, super quick, and I'm so happy. <laughs> um, but we really spill some some real good tea to our entrepreneurial listeners today. Just yeah, 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 finding yeah. how your path has come to be. Um, I really enjoy listening about your story, and I've heard your story so many times, but it always sounds fresh every yeah, time I yeah, hear it. Yeah. And so, um, like yeah. you said, content is king. Uh, a lot of people are struggling with creating content, so we talked about that today. Is it any other tips or advice you want to give to our entrepreneurs? Uh, and this is a show not just for entrepreneurs. This is also uh, for the people that support entrepreneurs. Two, yeah. any anything you wanna, any last words you wanna give to the people? Ownership, like um, ownership, like even if you you might not be an entrepreneur, but you can invest in the entrepreneur. Uh, we really need to to help each other more, like invest in each other more, and, and like be intentional with our support of each other. Mm-hmm. And the fellow entrepreneurs, you know, and um, I'm not, I'm, I'm pro-black. Like I, I'm openly speak on it. I'm not anti anybody, but I just, I love my people. You know, my whole family black. Everybody that I was raised around was black. And I, and I, when I travel the country, I love when I go to the hoods and I, I see us faces that look like mine. I see that we all got the same problem. So we just. You know, ownership, we don't own nothing. Um, and we really need to, and it's even with just like owning your intellectual properties, like your thoughts, everything, you know, 
ownership and if you like I said you might not be the entrepreneur you might not be the person that's gonna get up and create the business and push it you might not know how to market all those different things that just might not be you might just like your job Mm-hmm. And your routine, and it's nothing wrong with that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Don't feel it's bad beautiful. for it. Yeah, like man, I love my job. I love coming home, watching my shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like cooking for my cooking family. for my family. Like right, that's what you love to yeah. do, and that's that's beautiful. But be conscious of where you're spending your money and your time, man. Mm-hmm. Because you could be that twenty dollars a week that you spend in because you go to Starbucks three, four times. If you get some discipline and and for a month don't do it and take that money and invest it in your cousin or your friend that's out here hustling that's trying to you know to get it that that could help them with their inventory mm-hmm. that you know that hundred a couple hundred dollars that you finna go spend on some shoes could go to an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and you know buy into some ownership like tell them like I don't want to invest a couple hundred in you what what type of equity can I get in your company. Mm-hmm. You know, and like Google you equity, have, so then you know, <laughs> right? You know, and, and get so some, you know what you're talking some about. leverage, so you can start creating different streams mm-hmm. and have some residual income coming in. So, um, ownership, man, ownership, ownership, ownership. Okay, really. so to close it out, tell everybody where could they find you, even though it's everywhere, but where could they um, find you? Ronald C. Lee Jr., everywhere, everywhere. My web, go to RonaldCLeeJr.com. You can Google Ronald C. Lee Jr. Everything can come up. Everything on my website. So, RonaldCLeeJr.com. My book there. My music there. Um, product, my art, T-shirts. Everything is on RonaldCLeeJr.com. But you can get to all my social medias. But I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, YouTube. Everywhere, Ronald C. Lee Jr. So you can just just look up Ronald C. Lee Jr. And everything pop up. It'll pop up. Yeah, Instagram, all of that. Yes, yeah, everything name, is everywhere. So. Okay, well, I appreciate you uh, coming and talking to my audience today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Yes, I'm so excited. Pleasure. Um, pleasure, everything man. that's coming for you, everything that you got going on, it's always something new with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And you I gotta, love that. <laughs> yeah, keep it, keep them fresh. People get bored fast. Yes. I get bored fast. So yes. That's why yes. I do a lot of different stuff because I be bored. I get like, man, I'm tired of this. I need to do something different mm-hmm. now to keep the spark. So I look forward to what we're going to create in the future, yes. what we're going to put on. So Yes. Well, until next time, everybody, thanks again for tuning into the Dinner Party Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dinner Party Podcast, where everyone is invited. This podcast is for entrepreneurs and the real-life topics that we come across. We work hard and sometimes forget to play hard. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, you support us, and you're also invited. Our goal is to provide a space to discuss and let loose and just really remind us to enjoy ourselves and the problems that we have can always be solved. Thank you again for joining us. Dinner is now served.